Welcome to Learn Something New Every Day on Community Roundup. I am Joan Boyko, Coordinator of Communications and Community Outreach for the Palm Springs Unified School District. We are here with you the second Sunday of each month to share something new and exciting about the district. Thank you, thank you to Alpha Media for allowing us the opportunity to be a part of the show. Our show, of course, is produced by my dedicated student interns here in the Digital Arts Technology Academy, also known as DATA, at Cathedral City High School under the direction of Mr. Bryce Johnson. Our interns are Danica Palmersheim, Raymond Ruiz, and Cynthia Alburez. And Cynthia is on the board today. Hi, Hi Cynthia. Hi, thank you. Thank you for all your hard work. Really appreciate it. If you like what you hear today, I will share information on how to hear more by subscribing to our podcast at the end of this segment. And today, I'm very pleased to welcome back our coordinator of diversity and racial equity, Dr. Nicole Crawford. Welcome back. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And with her is our equity specialist. He is Jarvis Crawford. Welcome, Jarvis. Jarvis Williams. Jar I'm sorry. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I wrote it down correctly. And we have a Jarvis Crawford, we who's do. very right. active in the district. Mm -hmm. And how he many is. times has that happened to you? Just five million times. Yeah. <laughs> Jarvis is the director of the, um, uh, what's the name of the? James the community o. center. Yes, James the James O. Jesse Community Center. And he's a, he's a parent. And um, I apologize, Jarvis Williams. No worries. He's an awesome, <laughs> awesome brother and good friend of mine. So Great. Welcome to both of you. And they are here to talk about a very important and exciting event we have coming up. And that's our Palm Springs Unified Equity Conference. So, Nicole, we'll start mm -hmm. with you. For those who don't know you, how long have you been with the district and where did you come here from? Sure. So I have been with the district for about a year now. Um, and my position has been amazing. I hail from Los Angeles, born and raised. I was a high school English teacher for about 15 years before I transferred out of the classroom. And I'm really excited to be here. We've been making a lot of movement, a lot of shaking and having people Heck questioning yeah. what they're doing, but we love it. And that's what we're here for, that challenge. Exactly. And I can't believe it's only been a year. I know. Like, I, know. I feel like I've known you forever. Know. <laughs> and Jarvis, your current position is relatively new, but you've been with the district for a couple of years now, right? Actually, just uh, just turned to past a year uh, a couple of weeks ago. So Another one who I feel like yeah. I've known forever. So um, wait, tell us about what you were doing when you started and then about your position now. Um, so I came in as a family engagement specialist, family engagement community specialist, and uh, had a lot of fun with that. Got extended an invitation to do some work with Dr. Crawford last year, and I loved what she was doing in equity, diversity, and inclusion. I think it's a really big uh, movement that's going around in our country, and I feel that that was definitely in my wheelhouse. And so I'm enjoying this work now, and uh, we're looking to continue doing big things throughout the next school year as well. Yeah, and we'll talk about a little later more about your position before you came here, because I know it's related, but just um, what was that position and where? Uh, so I worked for the county. I was a program director for Rites of Passage program, uh, that program known as BRAF, Building Resilience in African-American Families. And uh, yes, it definitely relates to the work I do now, and I think it uh, kind of set the stage for where I'm at right now. And we're lucky to have him, right, Nicole? We really are. <laughs> very, very cool. All right, we have our diversity and racial conf uh, racial equity conference coming up on Saturday, October 22nd, so a little less than two weeks away. Mm -hmm. It's at the Palm Springs Convention Center, and this is not our first equity conference, but no doubt this is going to be 
bigger and better than ever. The mm -hmm. fact that you're having it at the convention center says a lot. Most that definitely. means we want tons of people to come and uh, they're going to be um, enjoying a great experience and learning a whole lot. Give us a little overview. Well, we're really excited. Our guest speaker and our keynote speaker is Nicole Anderson. Um, she's a part of Nicole Anderson Consulting. She's an equity um, warrior, I would say. She yes. works with our district. And we have multiple guest speakers. So essentially the agenda is, you know, we'll come in, everyone will be welcomed. Nicole Anderson will give us the keynote address. Dr. Sweezy will also say some things. And then people who are in attendance have the opportunity to register for two breakout sessions. And we have an array of topics about the Asian Pacific Islander Native Hawaiian community, our African American community, even our LGBTQ kids, um, even a youth summit that we're offering for the kids who are gonna be in attendance as well. And the title is all about exclusionary isms. We're looking at colorism, tokenism, heterosexism. So we're really exploring these topics that people sometimes shy away from. So we're really excited. This is, this is not the first equity conference, but this is the first large one we're going to have. We're also inviting um, Coachella Valley and Desert Sands to attend, as well as multiple mayors from throughout the, the desert to come. So we're excited. Wow, mm -hmm. that's going to be, that's going to be, really really uh, like a heavy hitting we'll make sure we it get will. media there too mm -hmm. they will want to i mean yes. this is you know one thing you i think we all can agree on is that palm springs unified is pretty cutting edge and mm -hmm. innovative and uh not afraid to do something different yes. and most of the time it ends up being a role model and example for the rest of the valley and beyond so absolutely i'm sure you guys are mm -hmm. just as proud to work for this district as i am we are jarvis what's your role in this event um i've really just been supporting dr crawford she had this beautiful vision um i think it's a very timely vision uh we're also covering feminism like she said a variety of subject matters and so um just helping her make sure that we have the right people in the room to really be honest and um create an environment that people can feel safe in and people can also be very bold and courageous to deal with those truths. Um, I think that the space and the climate of our country, of this valley, is that um, we have to start having those courageous conversations because mm -hmm. until that happens, we, we become stagnant and we know that when something's stagnant, it, it eventually dies off. And so yeah. I think we want to live and we want to mm -hmm. thrive. So. That's a what I'm doing. Amen to that. <laughs> I mean, that's, I, I mentioned this, I think, Nicole, when you were here uh, last month, mm -hmm. talking about another event <laughs> that yes. we were having, and we'll, we'll touch on that in a little bit too. But uh, I think I shared that, you know, as our district started this work shortly after the horrible tragedy uh, with uh, George Floyd's mm -hmm. death, um, that you know, I, I was kind of like, I'm not a racist, you know, like I, I just said, I'm not a racist, you know, I, I'm friends with everybody, I embrace everybody. And then I quickly learned that we all are inherently racist. Mm -hmm. And if we don't take that deep dive that you guys are talking about, about having those conversations and feeling uncomfortable, because it's not comfortable, because nobody wants to, you know, be called out on the carpet, so mm -hmm. to speak, mm -hmm. for, you know, the things that they've learned by living their life kind of a little bit in isolation. 
a little bit about uh, their environment and how they grew up and just not, not understanding what the issue is and opening yeah. their hearts and minds mm -hmm. to learning more about it and, and admitting, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, it, and it's not conscious, you know, no, mm -hmm. I think, exactly. you know, 99% of the people, it's, it's not that they, they intentionally are trying to exclude or hurt or mm -hmm. you know do anything like that yeah. but without a, a more global understanding of what the issues are then you you can't move forward exactly exactly well said mm -hmm. yeah so um and nicole i had you talk about this um when you were on the show last but it bears repeating especially for people who might be hearing these terms for the first time mm -hmm. so equity so equity <laughs> is is a word that is being used more and more yes, all the time. And yes. I think that there's still a large faction of people who don't understand the definition of mm -hmm. equity and think it means equality. equality and so it doesn't. tell us. If you think of equality, you think fair and equal, right? Versus equity is you're not necessarily being equal in everything, but you're filling in the gap where the gap is. For example, I'm sure everyone has seen that image of those three students or those three kids who are trying to look over the fence to observe a baseball game. One student's very tall, one's middle size, one's short. The tall kid can already see over the fence. They don't need an extra support. The middle child, they may need a little box or a little stepping stool to see over it versus the little one, he's going to need some more supports to help. So that's what equity work is. It's filling these gaps where it's needed, not giving it to everyone at the same amount because, again, there, there's no equity in that. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and that's really, that's really important, especially for, you know, you, you always have a faction of parents to say, how come my kid didn't yes. get that? Well, your kid doesn't need that mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. And at some point your kid may need something that the other kid who just got that doesn't need. Yep. And right. so it's a question, it's a, it's a, a, a case of providing what every student needs when that student needs exactly. it. Exactly. And I think there's a time and place where equity needs to take place versus where a time and place where equality needs to take place. Right. Sure. So at this conference, and again, it's coming up on Saturday, October 22nd, what time? Doors open at 8.30. We start at 9 and it goes until 2 p.m. Wow. Mm -hmm. Nice full long. day. Okay. And do you have to register in advance? Yes. So our flyer that is posted out has a QR code that we can scan and you can um, register that way. We are at capacity of 500. Oh, I was going to say not yet. Not yet, though. but okay. we have a 500 limit capacity right. and that's including everyone who's working it, people who are speaking at it and involved in the engagements of it. So please make sure you're registering people space is limited if you're like me and you're not like <laughs> very well versed in the qr deal what's the website the you can actually go onto our website if you go to the district website yep. psusd.us click on departments and then go down to d for diversity and racial equity you click on that it brings it right to our department tab and on the left hand side it'll have um the you have link your to... own department tab We're on our fancy. website yes yeah. wow we do. <laughs> that's that's great so you don't have to like you're not buried in educational services no you have your we own have our tab. own tab thankfully yes and I'll, I'll i'll shout her out because she uh she did it you all by herself for that right yes well, yes because you know <laughs> it was work <laughs> well i you know having space right from the home page is a primo 
uh, thing. Mm -hmm. A lot of people do fight for that. So they congratulations, and rightfully so. It shouldn't have been a stretch at all. I'm, I'm, it's important, and it should be. So um, before we have to say goodbye to our radio listeners, um, I know that one of the sessions, and I don't know if it's a session for everyone or if it's a breakout session, but it's going to include the superintendents from all three districts. Actually, that's going to be for everyone. So the breakout Great. sessions are at 10 and 11, and mm -hmm. then starting from 12 to 12.45, we have lunch, which is going to be amazing, oh, everyone. Wow. And food, from, too. Food, yes. too. So from about 12.45 to 1.15, 1.30-ish, we're actually going to have a full 500 people involved discussion panel with the superintendents, the council people, city mayors, to discuss you know, what steps have they taken in their cities or their school districts to promote diversity and equity, what are some challenges they've faced, where's their vision in the next five to ten years, things like that. Uh, Cynthia, you, I, I would assume that after hearing all this, you're on board, you're going to show up, right? Uh, I, that's what I was wondering. Are students allowed to go through? Oh, yes, absolutely. We have a youth summit just for our kids, most yeah. definitely. Okay. Doesn't yeah. it sound great? Yeah. 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 I, um, I, I think this is, this is going to be put us on the ground floor of something 100%. even bigger. Mm -hmm. I yeah. mean, we've, we've been doing these maybe three or four years, the equity conference. Well, maybe it's only been three, probably three, but yeah. You know, you grow every year, mm -hmm. and we did have to do it on Zoom a couple of years, yeah. and and that it was fine. But this is going to be amazing. Whole new. So whole listen, new everybody, you scan that QR code. Um, if you go on our social media, you will find the flyers, and you can just scan the QR code, or you can go uh, find the. Um, it's under D for diversity on the <laughs> drop down of departments. And you can sign up that way. Please do. Don't wait because we're only a couple weeks out, so it's gonna it's gonna sell out for sure. And it's not sell out. It because it doesn't cost the thing. Mm -hmm. It's all free. Great food, great people, great conversations. And thank you, thank you. And so Nicole, yes. this event is happening on the heels of our first multicultural event yes. that we had last month mm -hmm. at the Palm Springs Air Museum. Yes. And you and our arts coordinator, Barbara Anglin, were here to talk about that. Mm -hmm. For those who missed that show, what was that all about? Oh my gosh. So our parent advisory councils got together because we've always worked kind of not disjointedly, but we never come together mm. in a community space. And to we really have talk a lot about of them. We do. Like we have, rattle off. We do. We have our African-American parent advisory, our Native American, our Latino, mm -hmm. and we also have our junior black achievers. And we're in the process of hoping to create an Asian Pacific Islander Native Hawaiian one as well. Um, so, you know, working with the boards, we realized we need a common space to come together. And when we did, we said, you know, there's so much diversity here in this room. Let's celebrate it. So, of course, we approached our bosses and pitched the idea. And, of course, they were 100% supportive. And we decided on the Air Museum because it's an open space. You know, we're still taking mm -hmm. COVID measures. Sure. Um, but Jarvis and I actually went to go visit the Air Museum, and we were in awe. Oh, you never been? No, there I thought it was a dumping ground for planes. At, it you, was amazing. You weren't at the CTE no, showcase. No, was. Last I spring? was not invited, Joan. Oh. I'm not special. Oh, you didn't. <laughs> All right. You I'm did sure not everyone have to was invited, but I'm sorry you missed that. But yeah, it's yeah, amazing. The space, the space is, is incredible. Amazing. It's awesome. It is. So we had um, Barbara England there working with our kids to create beautiful visuals with some of our artists like Tyson, Tyson Knight. We had some of our kids performing, such as guitarists. We had some hula dancers, stomp performers. We also had a ton of food trucks. So it was a really great time just to come out, 
mix with the community, promote our parent advisories where, again, not just parents, not just students, but also community members can come and get involved with our district. That's awesome. Like, I know I, I don't really attend many of the uh, parent advisory committees. You have to go to all of them. I and do. I'm sure you, <laughs> I'm sure, you know, it's part of the job and you love it. I um, but I do know that at least one of the, no, more than one, like Frank Elmore mm -hmm. and, um, uh, Are you of the Charlie? secretary. Oh, no, Miss Jackie, Jackie, Terry. Jackie, Jackie, Terry. Terry. Neither one of those, neither one of them have kids in the district right now. I know Jackie's son, who's mm -hmm. brilliant. Yes. Uh, he won Amazing. the spelling bee in seventh grade and yes, then just, it went oh, on so from great. then. Um, and he's, he's still around Trey. Um, but she doesn't have any kids no. in the district now. So active. Frank Elmore. I don't know if he ever had kids in the district, but he's, extremely active yeah and and there were several like that and mm -hmm. charlie is a parent yes right? he is and and he's also um running for the board of education mm -hmm. so um you know we have we have a lot of active parents and community members yeah. who mm -hmm. aren't even necessarily parents who are active in our district mm -hmm. and um and it's it's really heartwarming i mean we do have a lot of community support yeah. We do, and I'm thankful because it, it's a small knit community within this valley, and it, we've Jarvis and I have had nothing but support, thankfully, with everything that we've wanted to accomplish. Tremendous outpouring mm -hmm. of support, and and I think that um, the way their passion shows up, um, there there's no ulterior motives. Exactly, uh, the right. drive and the determination to see the building of the community be stronger and supporting the infrastructure of our district is just amazing. So while we're on this topic, I had it down a little further, but <laughs> this is a really good segue. Last spring, you guys were both, uh, you both went on the trip. Yes. You organized the trip and we you did. worked with our African-American Parent Advisory mm -hmm. Committee to the, the district's first HBCU, um, which is historically black college and university tour mm -hmm. last spring. We had 24 kids, yes, right? Yes, we did. And uh, tell us about that. So our APAC pitched the idea to Jarvis and I about their vision of supporting black excellence and showing our kids, because our black population, the black community here in the desert is relatively small. Right. So for our kids to truly be inspired, we wanted to take them out where they're in a community where professors and students and workers are from the same culture as them. And they're, you know, it, it's a learning experience for them to, to see people who look like them in these positions of power. And it was just such an amazing experience. I mean, we still see the kids. They're still bonded. I mean, they're like brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, we, we really shout out APAC because they had this vision and they brought it to fruition. And we just supported what they wanted to do. And it was so successful. I mean, you could not have asked yeah. for a better trip. Even, even some of the takeaways from the students were just um, real heartwarming moments. Uh, we had recently done the uh, tour where we were presenting the HBCU tour for this upcoming school year or upcoming spring. And um, to hear the students talk about the experience of meeting African-American mayors and how impactful that was for them. Mm -hmm. um, and to, to step into black owned businesses and see college yeah. professors that look like them. Um, it just has a really great impact in the fact that our district was able to work with the APAC and create that experience for our youth to really empower them is, um, mm -hmm. it just, again, See, the part, what you just said, and I'm really putting myself out there now, but <laughs> that's the part that I was having a real difficulty 
in grasping about the importance of having people who look like you mm-hmm. in in positions of power, authority, and 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 in um, uh, success, right? And because I can say I'm a minority, I am. I'm a I'm a, a Jewish woman. Nobody knows that. Like I don't walk into a room mm-hmm. and ever stick out. Never, you know. And everybody looks like me, you know. And so I, I wasn't really getting that, and I so get it now. And it's so important because yeah. kids need to have role models who look like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, if I could just uh, put a book in there, it's important because when I look at a lot of our students, especially our young men, many of them aspire to be athletes. And when we think about why that is and where that derives from, that's for many of them the greatest place that they see themselves being successful. Yeah. But could you imagine if our African-American students seen more lawyers, more business right. owners, more pilots, more um, estheticians and things of that nature, it would be be believable for them. They would be able to actualize right. themselves right. in those positions. So mm-hmm. I think when they step onto these campuses, they yeah. have an idea that's not on television, but that's in reality. And you know mm-hmm. what? You guys did this locally too with the um, the celebration and the pr- presentation of the, is it called, pronounced Kenti? The Kente stalls. Kente. The, Kente. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the stalls to mm-hmm. our graduates. And mm-hmm. It, that was virtual because of COVID, and I'm sure we're gonna be able to do it in person this that's year. The hope. But yeah, we did it in person last year. Last year, yeah. we oh, did that's it in right. Okay, so I'm going. I before. wasn't able mm-hmm. to go. I was at a conference. I remember this now. But um, at the the virtual one, and I'm sure you did the same thing. Is you had local people who were in those kind of positions to talk to the kids and and who have gone to. Um, either HBCU or under or other prestigious colleges mm-hmm. and said, Hey, you know, you can do this too. Yeah. And it's just so important. Absolutely. And congratulations, you guys. You. So, so Nicole, that's mm-hmm. spawned something else that's yes. going to be happening this yes. year. Tell us about that. A different tour. A different tour. So along with continuing our HBCU tour, we're also adding an HSI tour, which is a Hispanic serving institution tour. I also want to shout out one of our principals, Omar Tinoco. He yes. really helped with the execution of this tour. Um, so we are actually taking, again, we're thinking about between 24 to 30 kids who identify as Latino. We're taking them, out, taking them to Austin, Texas. And we'll be, again, viewing not only just the universities out there, but also Latino-owned businesses. We're going to different museums. So it's going to be a cultural experience as well. So we're super excited because Palm Springs Unified really focuses. We talk about supporting our kids of color, Mm. but now they're putting their money where their mouth is, right? Not only are they saying it, but they're showing it with actions, which is huge because you don't hear a lot of districts doing this, especially a fully paid trip. Fully paid flights, hotels, food, everything is covered for our kids. No districts out here are doing that. So did you say it's Texas? Texas, Austin, Texas. Texas. Is that going to be, so are are you going to be doing two trips during spring break? (laughs) Jarvis and I both, we fly out for one week, April 1st to the 7th for the HBCU tour, then the 9th to the 16th for the HSI. It's a good thing that that we have a two week spring break. We do. Right. Uh, Because otherwise, how would you do this? Because I know that the district certainly frowns upon, Mm -hmm. we don't care what it is to take kids out of school for a week. So Mm -hmm. that's great that you can accomplish both. 
We're going to be yeah, exhausted, yeah. though. We're oh, going to yes, need about right. a week off. You will need a vacation <laughs> after that, for sure. But what a great experience. It really is. We're so excited. Now, how many kids is that going to be open to? Because we have so many more Hispanic We do. Kids. Um, with the budgeting, because shout out to Dr. Pfeffer, he was yeah. able to secure budgeting for at least three years for these college and culture tours. So again, anywhere we're thinking between 24 to 30 kids. It, it, again, this is just the jumping off point. Right. We have to see how successful it is, sure. how many applications we get, because it's power in numbers. If I get a low amount of applications, there's no need for me to ask for more students right. to come. Versus if, I, if I'm getting 500 solid applications, data showing maybe we got to increase this budget. And, and when is the application process for these? So applications have been out now. Oh, um, right. Yes, so they okay. were due on September 30th. That oh, was the wow. last day. So we're actually going through applications now. Um, to be able to choose the participants. Awesome. Mm -hmm. That's so great. I mean, I, I just, it's, it, I, I'm blown away by everything that you're doing. And Nicole, you've only been here for a year. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy to think that. I know. And um, I know. so finally, give us an overview of what, of the work that the district is doing with every facet Ooh. of our community, like whether you're a classified employee, whether you're a teacher, whether you're part of the leadership team, whether you're in cabinet, mm -hmm. every faction is, is We're working really with, it together. Mm -hmm. with um, Nicole Anderson, right? They are. So, and what does that look like? So she's working, She her vision is top down, right? Because mm -hmm. that's true. A lot of the decisions come from the top and it trickles down. So her vision is I work with the top, have them kind of hone in on their equity lens and kind of identify unconscious biases so we can really spread out this idea of equity and equality and diversity, right? Um, so she's working with cabinet, she's working with our school board, she's working with teachers, she's doing campus visits, she's working with my equity leads, my equity specialists. Um, so Nicole Anderson's amazing. She's worked with many other districts, so she came highly recommended and I love her. So we're also working with Dr. Vincent Pompey we're bringing him in for training for LGBTQ awareness. He's amazing. Um, my goal is to spread in some trainings for our special needs students as well. Dr. Scott, Sonia Scott has started that with her para-eds, educating them, but I think that niche we're kind of missing, so we kind of have to add in for trainings for that. That's kind of our vision. Mm -hmm. uh, but we're we're trying, as, I mean, we're a team of three. I have my second equity specialist, so we, a team of three <laughs> to support the entire district, but we're really, really trying. So people can get involved with joining our PACs. We have our conscious education team for our teachers and our staff um, that they can you know, attend that. We have equity leads now at every school site. So principals have elected one person to become the equity warrior at their site. So I've been working with them. So we have an array of things going on now. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's insane to think it's only I'm been a year. I'm exhausted listening <laughs> to you. Um, before we run out of time, we have our equity conference, our diversity and racial equity conference coming up Saturday, October 22nd. So less than two weeks away. Um, who should come to that? Everyone. everyone, absolutely everyone, parents, students, and you community don't have members. to be with Palm Springs you Unified do not. either, no. but you do have to register because yes, we will. are going to fill the 500th slot. Yes, we will. Are. And I think soon. Yeah, yes. I believe so yeah. too, because, um, and what a great, you know, six hours you're going to spend. It's oh, going to yeah. be Most definitely. fabulous. Mm -hmm. Five hours. You'll, be, you'll be sad you missed it if you don't come. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'll be there. No doubt absolutely be there um Yay. and so jarvis how much do you love your job 
I love it. I love it. Um, he has to say that. And, and so, <laughs> so let's go back to where we started. And how does this, the work you did before, trickle into what you're doing now? I only have a minute left. Well, I think that the work I did before was teaching uh, young African-American boys that you do have a place in this world. And sometimes you may have to work harder for it. And I think that how that trickles into this is now teaching people that equity is all of our responsibilities. Mm -hmm. It doesn't rest in the sandbox of the coordinator or the director, but it's everyone's responsibility. And that's where we have to be in touch with our bias to make sure that we look at what part we play as it relates to equity work. You're both so well-spoken. Oh, thank you. I, really. So I always get I, nervous with interviews. No, I feel like I'm stumbling. You guys have done <laughs> yeah. really well. Like I've enjoyed this, and you're thank you're both you. very well spoken. Thank right, you. Cynthia? Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I'm Absolutely. Sure. Thank you. Not everybody is up to up to the task. You guys have done great. Yeah. So <laughs> we will definitely have you back very soon. And don't forget about the equity conference coming up on October 22nd. You will want to be there. Mm -hmm. Thank yes, you both so. for being here. A new podcast is uploaded each week. Please subscribe by going to iTunes. Look, be, learn something new. Press subscribe. Please tell all your friends to do the same. Thank you for listening. Thank you to my interns, Danica Raymond, and especially Cynthia, who's here on the board today. Thank, thank you, thank you. you. And we will see you next week. Yeah.